happening. Hope everyone is doing well. You have tuned into another episode of keepingfitandwell.co and I'm your host KP and I have been very busy this week, very busy indeed. I've been getting organised for our first live event in the membership which is a real person like not Zoom event if you can believe that. So it's going to be wild yoga on the beach um, in Troon this Sunday. So I'm actually organising vegan cupcakes. Mm-hmm. I like to spoil the girls. So we've got that and then we've got an hour and a half of yoga. So we're going to feel restored, recharged and reconnected to people and ourselves. So there's going to be loads of events like that happening in the membership. And this week as well, I've been busy because we're actually moving platforms. The girls, you lot, you aren't good with technology. Let's just put it out there. Listen, you're good at other things. Technology, not so much. So I'm moving us to a much easier platform on my website. I'm going to have a members area. Um, it's going to be really good. £36 a month. You won't get anything like what I do in the membership for that price. No way. And it is time you invest a little bit of something in your health. So anyway, let's go on with today's episode. Today's episode is a topic that comes up a lot for me. And it is all about social media. Social media. It's good. I mean, look, you found me. You've maybe learned a lot. Um, I'm the same. I find things on social media that I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's opened up doors. You can connect to people. Uh, I think it's a good tool if it's used properly. But like everything, I think there is a dark side to social media. And I think a lot of yous agree with me. Um, We had a lot, I had asked a question on my Instagram. If you're not following me, it's at KPING Fit. Um, I'd asked a question on my Instagram. What do you guys think of social media? And the majority said that it has its bad side where you are maybe comparing yourself to others. I mean, you second guess yourself in your life man it's crazy imagine like I can't think how the girls are going to be when they grow up and this is going to be a thing that we have like social media where they might post a picture and they don't get 10 likes on it or any likes on it and then it's going to be like how they feel it's going to affect their self-esteem so whether we like it or not social media is shaping the landscape of how we live like I see people remember when we were young firstly We had to get spools developed, which basically means you took a picture and you had to wait fucking two weeks before you could actually see what it was like. Hunters are fun, your thumb over the fucking flash and all that. And then, I mean, you couldn't take any weird pictures or kind of rude pictures because the person developing it would see. So we fuck all like that. And you used to get your picture taken. I remember like getting a picture and you just stand with your hand on the object, smile. That's one. You're not going to take 40 pictures with the one spool. That's your spool fucking finished there's no chance but I mean like I see now like people out getting a picture in front of something and it's like like a proper photo shoot and I'm like it's funny that that's just how social media is like we try and get that perfection it puts us under a bit of pressure doesn't it um instead of just like your pure hair all right and standing next to a statue like that there there you're done one and done um because like when I take a picture of somebody, I take one picture. See if I do it with Stacey and the girls, I'll take a picture. And I just take one and I'm like, right? And they're like, no, let me see it. Take it again. Like, that's crazy. 
And it's because social media, you can't fire up a fucking horrible looking picture of yourself on social media. You'll get slaughtered. And that's what people said as well um, when I was asking the question was they worry about putting pictures of themselves up on social media because they'll feel judged. People will say things, you'll get trolled by these trolls. These trolls. Um, and it is a true thing that happens. Like I was just saying the other day, I posted a video up on TikTok. Somebody doesn't even follow me, right? It's quite mild. I actually just laughed at it. Friday morning, your face is annoying. Like, Who the fuck are you? Do you think some fucker's going to come up to me in the middle of the street and tell me, your face is annoying? Are you fuck? Stacey would absolutely maul you for a start, right? But you wouldn't. It's the same kind of effect as what road rage has got. Sometimes you lose your shit, but you're behind a fucking car. They're driving away. You're driving away. If somebody accidentally banged into your trolley in a supermarket, you're going to go, ah, fucking arsehole, what the fuck are you doing? You just overtook me in the fucking, I was trying to get a bag of rice there. Yeah, fucking prick. No. And that's the difference. It's the safety behind the keyboard, isn't it? And it's also because we are humans, so we've got things in our brain these motor neurons, which is like, if you imagine it was like a wee mirror at the front of your head. So you've got like, you're picking up social cues from somebody, you're seeing somebody visually, they are a person. You have like empathy in the fact that you know that's a person. It's a wife, it's a husband, it's a child, it's a sister, it's a cousin, it's a friend. All this can be processed. But see when you're just looking at a screen and it's just words, that there's a pure disengagement there. So people can be really fucking horrible online, but you wouldn't get in real life. So for me, that is a big thing in social media. For me, is the fact that people can just be horrible and judge you um, and they don't know you, you've never met them. It, there's no right to do that. Do you know what I mean? So I find that bit quite difficult and it's quite hard being in the job that I'm in because I put myself out in social media not a lot to be honest I'm still a private person and I've always been a private person um, and the reason I'm a private person is because I had the fact that I was gay for a long time so I'm very good at not telling people stuff about me I'm very good at not sharing I'm very good at people not really knowing what the fuck where the fuck she do at the weekend you don't know because I diverted the question so for me social media is quite a big deal to be on the camera all the time to put myself out there but in the line of work that I'm in I'm wanting people to relate and change their life so I need to show the side of me that people can connect and I find it difficult because not only you're doing that it's taxing it's hard work anybody with a business will know that when you do social media it takes you a lot of time and a lot of energy to post that videos and then say you only get like four likes on it and it took you fucking two and a half hours um so it's time consuming social media is time consuming it steals your time because you have already picked up your phone before you've even thought about picking up your phone before you're not you're in the vortex of social media and it just sucks time away from you you must know that see sometimes you're sitting in the toilet and you're on your social media and you wake up well you stand up and you've got a fucking bruised chin and your knees are bruised because you've been leaning on it and you're like how long have i been fucking sitting scrolling through shite so it takes us away from the present moment doesn't it and that's where these kind of feelings can come up where you are sitting there maybe in your couch you've you haven't brushed your hair you can't brush your hair it's just so matted you see your honking be on all that right because you're using the, <laughs> you're not using deodorant because you follow me and then you've got somebody out 
somebody's out. Hashtag boy did good. The boy's done good. Fuck's sake, you're sitting there. Telly shite. They're away. They're in Ibiza. They're at a fancy restaurant looking out over the fucking the scenery of the sea, the sunset they're watching. And you're like, look at them and look at me. And there you go. Therein lies the problem. So we are obviously doing the showreel, aren't we? All the fucking good shit that's happening. And you can be sitting comparing yourself to all these good highlighted moments and thinking that your life's shite. And then what it does is it takes away gratitude. So when I'm with my girls in the membership, I'm like that part of being like overall mental health is practicing gratitude. Because see if we don't think to ourselves, do you know what? I'm sitting here now listening to this podcast. I'm in the comfort of my own home. Um, I'm really, I've been able to go and get myself a drink. I've been able to stand up and walk and get myself a drink. I'm out walking there now. I have time to go and walk and nourish myself with nature, right? See, if you don't pick the small things in life, what it does is what you'll be so, so down on yourself. Like you'll be so down on your life and you'll think this, you'll feel helpless. Now, they did a study. So there's been studies done, published in um, JAMA. So you can have a look at this online if you want. In 2008, found that adolescents who spend more than three hours per day on social media may be at heightened risk of internalizing behaviors and a sign of mental health problems. So that study was done in 2008. We're in 2023 now and I think it's more prevalent. I think it's social media is more. You've got like people who have full companies who have social, manage social media people, manage influencers. Um, you, you see it all the time getting invited to things because you've got a big social media following. I try and get people as a guest on the podcast. The second question down after what your name is, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Because see if you don't have a certain amount, they're not really interested in what you've got to say. Um, so I think that's hard. There was a girl I did a podcast for, she's quite famous on Instagram and she's just like, I've got in touch with her when he put in the podcast up, doesn't get in touch with you. You're like that. It's pish, but there becomes a point where see all these like people and stuff on Instagram and you're looking at them, they aren't real. Like you would probably go and meet that person in real life and they would be different to what you see on Instagram. I can tell you that firsthand because I've dealt with a lot of that type of thing. I've dealt with a lot of influencers. Um and it really is there's been maybe honestly two I could say that I've kind of been stayed friends with and thought I, you're a GC mate, you're a, you're a nice bird, but it just honestly brings me back every time to go and fuck's sake man, Instagram is pure fibs, isn't it? It's pure fibs man. So that's from that side of view, that's what I see, I'm seeing it from that business side of view, I'm having to use it, yes it takes up my time, I still like it because I can share to people and I get loads of messages saying I listen to you or I've seen that video and it made me go and do this and now I'm so much better and do, do, do. And I honestly live for that. So social media for me, although it's got its dark side, I would say personally, it's outweighed by the good things that I can do on social media. But I am strict with it, you know, and even the kids, the girls, um, Natalia's 10, she wants an Instagram account. And I'm like, no, because there's just too much exposure. I think like, there definitely should be an age restriction. It's 16 now. I think it should be older. But what can you do if everybody in their classes get Instagram and they're the only one without it? So you're put under pressure. But I do think, I mean, even Kate Winslet, 
her kids don't have social media account and they're like older kids like they're in their 20s I'm like wow that's a unicorn I had a friend one friend who she didn't have social media so see when I spoke to her I had to actually ask her what she'd done like I've even got some clients who don't have social media and I'm like I have I don't know what you've been doing at the weekend so you better tell me it's not like I could go and look and I'm like seeing where you've been for your lunch what you fucking ate do you know what I mean under surveillance especially by me because I'll be like that uh, did you have um, six glasses of wine there and you you posted six glasses and they're like oh, fucking hell blocked off the insta stories so from that point of view for me getting to you guys getting to spread the health word is fucking amazing right I could never reach the amount of people that I reach if social media wasn't a thing and educate myself even on different stuff and connect with people that I'm able to bring on the podcast or chat to like I would never be able to do that without social media so I'm happy with that when I see the dark side of it, I see it consuming your time. I see it, you're on it when you should be spending time in the present moment, when your kids are there, when your wife's there or when your husband's there um, and you're sitting looking at other people's wife's husbands. It gets a bit shite then, doesn't it? See, when you look over at a table and the two of them are on their phones, you're like, this is fucking grim. This world is grim, right? So I would be mindful of that. The impact it has on body image for me, so a review and a journal of abnormal psychology has highlighted that exposure to idealism. So that's like your perfect body images on social media can lead to body dysmorphia and it can put a lot of pressure on young women. To be honest, women at any age, because you're looking at these kind of perfect bodies on Instagram. What people need to remember on Instagram is that you can use apps like Facetune and stuff like that to modify yourself, to put like you know change your legs take cellulite out you can get filters like fuck me some of the filters you are you've changed your identity you have removed your face and have something else on that that's not your fucking face so i mean how many times that i can see people's instagram they'll message me for personal training and i would wait on them at the gym and then i would walk past them because they don't look fucking nothing like their instagram like that. holy shit so we're seeing this, we're seeing these like perfect faces, but it's a filter, it's an app, you know what I mean? But what can you do? It's human nature, you're going to compare yourself, you're going to be like, ah, I don't look as good as her, look how good she looks, and then it's going to have an effect on your self-esteem, which is a terrible thing to happen because that will start to limit your life. As soon as you start to have self-esteem issues, you might not want to go out, you might, oh, I'll just not go there because she'll be there and they all look great and I look fucking terrible. You only get one life. The last thing you want to do is sitting looking at folk on Instagram and comparing yourself to them because do you know what? Nobody is you. Everybody is fucking different. Some people have cellulite, some people don't. There's no, you, women get cellulite, it's a hormonal thing. If you train like fuck, you can still get cellulite. It's natural, but because of Instagram apps and all that, we can smooth it out. So then you've got it. I mean, look at the fucking Barbie film. She had a meltdown when she was turning into ordinary Barbie and she had a bit of cellulite. Like, oh, fucking hell. Sometimes I feel like we just need a pure reset, but it's, it's difficult to do when you do have things like these apps where you can compare yourself or even folk can comment on it. Do you know what I mean? One thing that worries me, especially with the girls, is the cyberbullying mental health. So research is consistently shown that victims of cyberbullying are more likely to suffer from mental health and look at the things where people have taken their own life because they couldn't deal with the trolls they couldn't deal with the online bullying now there is a site 
I'm probably not best not to go into it because it's fucking ridiculous, but it's the tattle life thing. Like, holy shit, so you can go on, just slaughter people under an anonymous name. Like, that's fucking absolutely mental crazy. You can do it on other apps as well. You just don't put your username. But the fact that there's no, like, buffer for that, there's nothing. So it worries me where the kids, um, when your wee mind is, like, so vulnerable and you're learning about yourself, that you're going to have people maybe saying bad things to you, people putting doubts in your head. Like, it's really hard enough. I've got to the jam before social media and I was still trying to find myself, like, 18s, early 20s, when it wasn't really a thing. Still self-conscious, still trying to find who I was. I couldn't imagine having people being able to say horrible things to me. And I'm just having, like, a mysterious identity or really, every day you've got, like, 7 to 20 people all talking about you. Like, it's fucking horrible. So, again, one of the things, and it was my client that said that she says that she really admires people that do put themselves out there. And see, to be honest, so do I, because it's a type of thick skin you need to have to not bother what somebody said. But most of us, let's be honest, we will. It'll hurt our feelings. So, you've got that kind of cyberbullying thing really affecting people's mental health. I just think that you need to think... I'm a person and there's a person behind that screen. There's a person that's in that photo and try and stop yourself. Like if you're going to sit and write something horrible, leave it 10 minutes, set the alarm in your phone for 10 minutes and then go back to it and see if you want to see that. And see, maybe what you should do is directly message the person if you've got a real problem with it. I don't mind people coming to me and saying, you annoyed me. See if you met my mom, she's fucking half German. She's brutal as fuck. So she'll just hit me out with it straight. I'm like, oh, I prefer that. I prefer to know where I stand with somebody. I told you before, um, this girl that I know had an issue with some where a post I put up about booty bands, right? She uses booty bands in her class. That's fine. My thing was booty bands don't grow your glutes, which they don't. You need progressive overload. You need to use weights to grow your glutes. Somebody asked me that question. I answered it because that's my job and I know the science. So I answered the question. She then gets upset with that. What then she proceeds to do is write on her Insta story about me, but not naming me, just putting in inverted commas, health coach and all that, right? I didn't read it, but somebody else sent it to me. And then obviously Stacey read it and went off her fucking, just out her mind raging. But it did hurt my feelings and I felt you know, I need to go in and I need to work with the girl. And she would put all this on her Insta stories and then even carried it on to the next day and stuff. Um, but I just addressed her straight to her. I didn't then go on my Instagram. and say, So when I addressed her, she was actually a wee bit more polite about it. Um, and I thought to myself, you should have just came straight to me and said, I was upset about that booty band post. Why did that not happen? Why would it take somebody to think I would rather go on my social media and post that? So what do they need? That person, I feel that maybe you're just missing something and you need a wee bit of like validation. So again, I go back to this, what I do in the membership, look into yourself. Sometimes, most of the time, what you see in somebody that you don't like is something in yourself you don't like. People are usually a mirror. So you need to use that as a tool. So for example, that goes to the classic case of you and your pal are out for lunch, your pal wants a cake, you don't. You can see your pal actually getting rage and annoyed that you're not having a cake. And then they go like this, well, I'm not having a fucking cake then because you're a 
you're mirroring the fact that they can't do that. So when I feel that people are doing the cyberbullying and they're doing the online stuff and trolling, that they should wait and maybe look a wee bit inward before you then go and say something. I think it's just having that kind of like self-control and the ability to be a bit more responsive to things instead of reactive. If you've got a wee influencer and you're starting to slaughter them, then maybe you should think to yourself, why am I doing that? Why am I slaughtering that girl? Is it maybe because I'm a bit jealous that she's doing this or she's doing that? Or am I slaughtering her because I feel bad about myself? Am I bad about my body shape? Because jealousy can actually be a tool to kind of motivate you to change something or do something. So I feel with the social media that these things are just given to us without any sort of training or chat about, see if you're feeling like you should be cyber, you're wanting to cyber bully or what to do this and you do that, then that could mean this, this and this. I feel like social media should come with a bit of training for people, but it's not. It's just giving out to fucking any crazy rocket that can message you or do whatever on it. So that's where I find it like, oh, I'm scared of it then. So You've got other things, you've got positive aspects of the social media, which I've went on about, so I just want to throw that in because I've been a bit neg about it there, but I told you, I like it, I just don't like some of the folk that use it, but it can be left there. So it is also worth noting that it does have a good thing, but we don't paint a great picture of it sometimes. So some studies have shown, and it's highlighted how social media can foster a sense of community, so it can feel like you're part of something. Now, I actually know what I'm saying when I've said this, because when I used to live alone and I felt alone, sometimes I would be on Instagram a wee bit more than what I am now because I don't feel lonely anymore. I've got the family, I've got that kids, I feel fulfilled in that way. But I was probably using social media back when I lived myself as a little bit of company and I did feel that. I could like see what people were doing. You kind of feel it past somebody's life. Do you know what I mean? Especially people that are influenced and maybe they're posting, you're following their story and you maybe know their way or whatever. And you actually feel a wee bit like you're part of something. So I get it from that point of view as well, that it can make you feel like you are part of a little community. But I have to say that it has to come with a little bit of responsibility. And I think that that's when kids, you know what kids are like, man? I was crazy. I was a crazy child. I was up to absolute fucking nonsense. You know what I mean? If I'd been given social media, I'd be crazy on it. In fact, when Facebook was first out, I think I was maybe teenage years, I was doing crazy things on Facebook. I was like copying people's um, holiday pictures and I would like, do any different poses and then be posting it up and they'd be like Jim she's fucking just mocked her holiday picture but I'm like it's just a laugh it's just funny but it was but fuck's sake like it was a loose cannon you know what I mean so fucking be careful if you are letting your kids on it and if you yourself are on it I'm going to give you some strategies for mindful social media use so what do I think is good I think digital detoxes are a good idea can I do it myself no I struggle I struggle with boundaries with people with my work so if people are me my members are messaging me I'm like that hiya straight away like I would struggle with that because my business is online do I think you should do a digital detox? Yes, I think it's hard. I think it's interesting that we would find it hard to do. So one of my friends went to a retreat for like 10 days. No, sorry, for I think it was fucking three weeks. So she went for three weeks 
to a silent retreat, it was called. You're not allowed to talk. You're not allowed to listen to anything or watch anything. You had no technology. She said for the first three days, she was violently ill. She was sick. She had blinding headaches. And it was because she was having a like an electricity detox. Uh, what the fuck? So, like, what's it doing to you, man? That one, you find you feel yourself quite agitated if you probably can't get on your phone. Two, she was fucking violently sick. What are you talking about? Just because she had a digital detox. So the digital detox obviously doesn't need to be extreme as that, but just disconnect. Go offline, man. Say maybe be strict with like two days of the week, you stop, you don't go on your phone from like three o'clock to the next day, especially not going on your phone first thing in the morning the next day. I think a lot of the time, the ADHD symptoms and stuff are majorly aggravated by things like being overstimulated by social media. I mean, they've designed Instagram so that it refreshes every time you press it down. So you're constantly getting that hit of dopamine and we're doing the I stubbed my toe there, by the way, just so you know that. It's the kind of search and reward system of our brain isn't meant to work like that on overdrive, overload, overload, burning, 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 fire, fire, watching, watching. You know, we're meant to have times where we rest. So no wonder everybody's adrenal glands are fucking wasted. And then we've got all these like aging is like we're, we age much faster. We've got all these health problems because we're just living in a fucking washing machine man just constantly on so the digital detox get, try it give yourself maybe even say i mean i see people doing like a week off their phone you're like wow people would think i was genuinely dead i think um limit the use so there's lots of um apps you can get i think there's one called oh, i forget the name it's like tree or something like that um and it locks your phone for an hour so say you're somebody that's wanting to be a bit productive but you can't stop going on social media you can get apps now that will pure put your phone on lockdown so you've got no choice you'll not get notifications you'll not get anything so if you're trying to limit new usage then that's quite a good tool you can do what i would do as well is you can just set timers like i put the kids phones on a timer so that they can't go on it after a certain time of night i just put the night um the night kind of shift thing on and it stops them going on it they need to ask permission to go on it after a certain time and i say no decline so you can get tools like that um so limiting the time so definitely don't be looking at it first thing in the morning because it sets you up for the day of being distracted it's a massive distraction the phone and it sets your brain up it kind of hardwires your brain to be distracted all day long and you don't want that so Watch what you've got on your feed of your social media. See if there's things that are really like bothering you on it. Things that get your blood boiling, some would say. Ripping, raging. I fucking, she does my tits in. That kind of chat. I would either block them. If you can't block them, because obviously if you block somebody, you're making a big fucking statement, right? And if you can't be dealing with that, then fine. But you could mute their stories and their 
kind of Insta posts that come up. So it doesn't appear in your feed. It doesn't appear in your stories. You would have to actively search them to go and like look at see what they were doing. And you probably won't do that. Just kind of forget about them. So taking taking it out your way, taking it out your space, protecting your energy. If things are bothering you, unfollow, block them, just get them out your face. Because what we are putting our attention on, energy goes there, you know. And if you're like, wake up first thing in the morning and somebody's annoyed you on fucking Instagram because they're away doing a workout and fucking washing themselves in lemon water or something and you're like that, you've got a hangover and you've got a fucking fagged out in your hair and you're like that. I'm fucking raging now. First thing in the fucking morning, you've just woke up and you're now raging. They're a good start to your day. They're a good start to your day. So get rid of it get rid of it so that just puts emphasis on being a conscious consumer remember that it's the highlight reel and it life isn't like that life is good times life is bad times it's yin and yang right that's just what life is it isn't good all the time but on social media we're seeing it good all the fucking time we're seeing it good all the time so just remember that if you are finding yourself like my life shape, my life sis, be careful of what's on your feed. Understand that it's not like that all the time and maybe you should ground yourself with a wee bit of gratitude of what's good in your life. Stop focusing on so much what's happening outside because see at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter to you. It doesn't really fucking matter if somebody's on holiday. It doesn't matter. So using social media for good, I think follow things that are going to enrich your life. Do you know what I mean? Like go into supportive communities, follow things that have got a good cause learn new stuff like we can use social media as a really good tool it's what i mainly use it for yes i've got pals on it and people i know but i mainly use it to learn new stuff or look at pictures of chihuahuas getting changed into different outfits because it makes me feel happy do you know what i mean so use it for good use it for good i can't reinforce it enough it's something that's just in our lives now but we need to have rules around it we need to have um, times we're using it we need to be strict we not being on it all the time we need to have understanding with it it's the highlight reel we need to have responsibility where we also are kind to people on it because it's not robots that are on the instagram it's actual real people on social media on your facebook on stuff like that you know what i mean so i just want you to go away from this episode and think i'm going to take away and i'm going to put some of these things into practice now I'll be getting blocked off. He's like, she does my tits in, telling me that I can't drink wine every night. Block her now, Jim. Don't you fucking dare. I'll find you. I'll come for you in real life. How'd you like that? So just before I go, the membership will be closing at the end of August, which means that you won't be able to join up anymore and I'll be sad for you. We're moving to a new platform. It's £36 per month. You'll get lots of things on it. You get online coaching by me. And it's called the KP Method. So it's about training for the chapter of life that you're in because you can't train the same as what you did when you were in your 20s. If you're now 38 years old, you need to start to understand that that ain't going to work for you anymore. So you have all that, the online stuff. I'm there, I'm your coach. Brilliant, right? Next up, we have the portal, which is all about self-development. Self-development, like right now, you listen to this podcast as self-development, you're learning stuff, you apply it to your life, you grow, you get better, you get 1% better. So the portal is called Becoming Better and it's going to have loads of resources, it's going to have books that we're reading, books that we've read, lovely quotes to inspire you and just enrich your life. The other thing that I do is a masterclass once a month. Now the masterclasses are a real game changer. 
things like estrogen excess that we've done, so explaining why estrogen excess is a red flag, adrenal fatigue, um, adrenal problems, dysfunction, how it can be limiting you in your life. Like People learn so much from that and put it to their life, they can't believe the change. So I really think it's time for you to take your health a bit seriously. Now, the issue I've got, especially in the west of Scotland, is people don't take their health seriously until there's a problem and then they have no choice to, but to take their health seriously. I would encourage you to take your health seriously before there's an issue, stay on top of it. You know, health and wellness is about feeling good, but as a byproduct, you'll probably look good. Your skin will be bright, your eyes will be bright, your hair will have a shine on it. You'll feel good in your outfits because you've worked in your mindset, you know, and I have worked with women for 20 years. Fucking hell. I had to get less for murder, man. Um, I've worked with women for about 20 years. So this is 20 years experience that I've put together this membership because I know, understand, and I know what women need. So if you want to join, it will be on my website, keeping fit and kpfitandwell.co. And there's also a couple of blogs on there um, that you can read up on. You can also sign up for my newsletter where I'm giving out wee free health tips just straight into your inbox. Fucking hell, yous have got it good. Yous have got it made. Anyway, take care. And that's another week done, yous. And the schools are going back. I'm so excited. And I make songs up like that when I'm excited. So I cannot wait to get my fucking life back. And yous will be feeling the same. That's why in the membership we're doing a fucking detox. And I'm not talking that you're having to starve yourself. I'm talking like a proper, we're just going to blow the cobwebs off ourselves and feel fucking energised and feel like a person again. Because see if I hear the name mum shouted one more time at Stacey, I'm going on a crack right some i mean natalia shouted mum and then sissy went what and she went i forgot I'm like, boom boom right anyway take it easy see you next sunday Baby